And we're here Sunday morning, breaking down a little roval for you guys. The Bank of America 400 coming up today, 2 p.m. on NBC Network. NBC. Network, Merriman. All, all of the next five races will be on network. Yeah, the NBC. last one was too. The five Big left. Bird. So we're not sandwiched in between Law & Order SVU. We're Ba-bum. on the network. We're leading into Sunday Night Football. Mm. All right. Well, who we got, Merriman? Chase Elliott. Oh, yeah, a little mm. hanging fruit Well, there, don't uh, give me the first pick if you don't <laughs> want to pick the winner. <sighs> Honestly, look, uh, I think Tyler Eddick could give him a run for his money. Do you think so? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like, so. I know Reddick has been good on road courses, but his Roval stats aren't that great. His is road that course stats suck before this year, too. So, fair, man. fair. Tools, man. Trying to unlock. Josh Wise is in there unlocking all sorts of areas of his brain to make Tyler Reddick a good road course racer. But does He's it put tra- the work in. Does the road course knowledge translate to a 100% to yeah. a Roval? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there's right turns and there's left turns. But the same things apply. But since you're not really going to the maximum speed capability of the car, you have really two heavy braking zones into the backstretch chicane there. Your your high gear, probably 165, 170. So you can make 1,000 pounds of brake force into that. You can make eight, 900 pounds of brake force off of turn four of the big track into that front stretch chicane. But beyond that, it's a lot of feel of how much brake pressure you can take. We see a lot of guys drive it head on in the fence in turn one because it's really easy to smoke a tire there uh, because you don't have downforce, as much downforce when the cars are going slower. How much different is this going to be than the tests that we saw? I mean, you guys obviously are apparently have more laps and time on this track going in than you have any other track all year long. So how's it going to, how's it going to be different? How's it going to affect? Cars are going to drive better. We obviously have an idea of, we had a lot of steering issues at that point of the development of the car. That was in November, December. We tested at the Roval, a lot of steering malfunctions. All the teams have figured that out since then. Uh, They figured out what pump ratios they need and um, different hard lines and stuff like that to, to reduce that, that caster shake sensation that everybody was feeling. So, I think that it's going to be a track position heavy race. Tires are worth a little bit, but you won't be able to drive through the field like we saw Chase Elliott a couple years ago when he got in that little spat with uh, Kevin Harvick and go stuff it in the wall and then drive back. Like I just, I think everybody is too close now to see a dominant victory. I don't think it's going to be Chase. Do you think you think Chase is going to pick a different, not pick the outside on the final restart? Yeah, so. I believe he'd probably make a better decision there. Yeah, maybe. I would say fool me once, shame on you, type scenario for that nine car. And I believe if he finds himself on the front row, he will not be the one in the exposed position. But he is capable. One of the best road course races we have on the schedule. Also, A.J. Amendinger as well. So, a lot, lot of quality. Chase isn't his longest winless streak on a road course right now. He's gone eight what? races on a road course without a win. Oh, that's tragic. I think it's interesting to look at because the Roval is, you know, a lot of different people run well here. I think about guys that haven't won this year, like AJ Allmendinger, Ryan Blaney, who's won this race. Uh, he was gifted that race. So Martin Truex, who should have won that race that day. Uh, but the problem with them is they don't drive a Chevy. And I look at 
three guys that are still in the playoffs right now that have all finished inside the top 10 in all four starts of the Roval, Blaney, Logano. The one that I'm afraid for is Will Byron because Slick Willie. they appealed the penalty. And with an appeal, when, when will that appeal go through? Is that Thursday. This, so that's this week. So you already know what happened. We would already know this earlier, but that there's a chance when you appeal a penalty, they can make it worse. Ooh. I don't foresee that happening. I foresee them upholding that penalty. But you guys will know before we will. So definitely a thing to watch in terms of, man, what a disaster of a decision to make that will single-handedly take you out of the playoffs. If that's the case today for William Byron, I'm sure he's going to be kicking himself in the butt for that one. Who you got? Who do I got? Um, Chris Busher's been Christopher Busher's been strong on the road yeah. courses. McDowell's been knocking on the door, man. He is having a career year. Twelve top five, twelve top tens this year alone matches the entire total of his time at front row. Also, both of those guys four race top ten streak on road courses, the most out of any active drivers. So, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's another guy that's not in the playoffs. Mm. Chris Busher. Christopher Busher. I'd like to see it. He's on a Chevy. I'm sticking with that same theme, but going with AJ Allmendinger. He's won the Xfinity race in the rain. Three. He won three of the Roval. He's won three Roval Xfinity races so far. What's the most important thing? Winning. What's he driving? A Chevy. A Chevy. And coming off that big news, eleven of the last eleven straight of the last uh, road courses have won one. Well, it's going to be Christopher Busher, just in spite because he's not driving a Chevy, and I don't want you to be wrong. <laughs> Hopefully it's a Chevy because that's the seventh car in victory lane. That'd be nice. What's I want your... our 20th different winner. That's all I want. What's your favorite uh, storyline going into the weekend? Is it um, Briscoe and Cindric being tied? Is it no. Is it the seven car? I just want my steering column to stay attached, man. That's all I want this week. Yeah. Well, you did break a steering rack and knock the fence down here. I did wreck there in, pre- testing. in testing because we broke a rack. So. I just want to run all laps, um, and that's it. We could say – I could sit here and say that every rate, every time you've been at the track at Charlotte this year, you've hit the turn one and two fence. I can honestly say when I get off this headset, I'm going to kick you right in the nuts. <laughs> you have, though. So I hope you one guys tune in. Two. Not your ears are tight this weekend on the steering column. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. And I hope to guys see you there. 2 p.m. on NBC, Bank of America, Roval 400. Keep stacking pennies. Bye.